listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Back when I first grabbed that pen, I told myself I was gonna win. And I ain't no win, but it was gonna end. Dub happening, I won't end. So you can take your top five list, dead or alive. I'm a fucking genius, gripping my fucking penis, living this life. You can't tell me nothing, still ain't really got no money, fucking right. I'm all about that real, about that real. This ain't no motion picture. I tell you how that feel, how that feel. Even when the odds against you, they wanna see me wear polo draws, put two chains on, and that ain't wrong, but that ain't me. I go too damn hard on me, clothes and jewelry. Just stand out, black lip nigga with his hair wild, too damn proud. Killing it since Cam oh boy, oh boy, I'm the man now. TDE, put the money in my hand, ain't shit free Spin this quicksand, I won't sink Put the pistol in my hand, I won't think Rest in peace, you just made room for the next to be I've never been afraid to say what I wanna say when I wanna say it Okay then, furthermore we do this for y'all Rap stressing with it pays great That is until you lose a pill and your release date Get date rate, stay safe Hold your head, I got two fish and a loaf of bread Feed the people, food for thought Cause we all equal, food for thought They wanna share my life 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 they wanna share my life. 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 Run laps round Jay-Z Now I ain't seen nothing It's nasty Big and pot Gotta come and wanna pass too You got the mic I ain't the one you wanna pass to My nigga say my new shit Pass due I pay dues Even got that shit tattooed High power Run another class too I know you know we need a few plaques too The brand new niggas With an attitude Chopping Compton The ten bucks too I might even sell my new shit For ten bucks too Too ill when I shot these words True ill when I shot the world Freedom of jail, clips inserted, a baby being born, same time a man is murdered. The beginning and end, as far as rap go, it's only natural. I explain my plateau, and also that defines my name. First it was nasty, but times have changed. Ask me now, I'm the artist, but hardcore, my signs for pain. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're here on a Saturday morning doing some feedback for all the people that uh decided to write into the podcast call into the podcast uh leave us um vote in the polls and all that kind of stuff uh this is your show um yes, where you get to say what's on your minds and hearts and how what we said affected you and all that good stuff um so that's what's up man that's what we're gonna get into today of course uh this is a comedy podcast we do three times a week where the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny if it's funny now let's talk about all the ways you can do feedback you can go to the blackouttips.com you can leave comments on each and every episode we have post up there you can also do stuff like vote in the polls we have a poll after every single episode and you know we field your opinions and we use that as scientific evidence to prove who's right or wrong about things 
um you can also do stuff like uh call the show 704-557-0186 throughout the week uh you can call us live when, on saturdays when we open up the phone lines i will let you know when that happens uh and then uh you can also leave uh you can also email us the blackout tips at gmail.com we're both on twitter i am rodimus prime i am say that again that is in d-a-t that's right and um the show pot the show twitter handle is tbgwt um we also uh have to keep letting you guys know that we are currently taking nominations for the first ever uh the blackout tips awards um uh, aka the tippies and uh what you have to do don't email us don't hit us on twitter don't try to hit me on facebook the instructions are very simple you need to go to the black guy who tips dot com and uh find uh, the the black the 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 post for the blackout tips awards i'm putting it on the screen right now for those of y'all in spreecast favorite that whatever you got to do and you go there and you leave comments about who you would like because we want them all in one place because it's a lot easier to tally like that yeah yeah it's harder to keep up with it when we're getting it from 12 different angles so you know don't eat don't put it in an email and think that that counts don't none of that shit counts other than following the instructions so you know i had a couple people hit me up or be like hey man i see you in this facebook chat i want to nominate so-and-so for <laughs> guest of the year it's like nigga i'm not gonna remember, remember that, that. nope you know and you have until the middle of january so don't worry don't rush through it if you're still trying to figure out who you want to nominate remember this is just nominations this isn't voting you're basically putting people's name in a hat and we're going to take the people whose names we put in the most and we're going to make those people the choices for voting yeah so don't feel like oh my god i have to fucking you know i have to get it complete who i can vote for if you want to vote i mean you want to nominate more than one person you can you can category different categories like you can have 15 for favorite 15 for worse you know all kinds of things you know you we're not limiting this because we want as many nominations as possible and the only thing that i ask is um if you do submit things where we need to play clips like best impression um best you know whatever just let us know what what minute mark that is of that show or what episode and minute mark because that helps a lot um because we have to go and edit and get this audio so we can play it again for you guys and um we really can't do that unless you guys let us know that um so yeah just you know pre- appreciate all the help and uh we're really relying on the fans to make this award show good after this and this go you can go all the way back to episode one, one. um this time and then after that we're gonna try to do it every single year so that you never have to go back that far again that's a lot of fucking shows <laughs> yes that is and it's gonna make the competition crazy man karen yeah. and i look at the people nominated and we always go like oh i wonder who's gonna nominate so-and-so and if they remember this show and you know you can yep. tell who's been listening for a while yep so you know if you have not listened to all of them go back there are a lot of great episodes that we have had and uh, a lot of we've we've had nominations all over the place it's just fun looking at people nominate speaking of feedback i forgot to mention you can also leave us five star reviews on itunes and we read each and every five star review but it has to be a five star review. It can't be a four star review. Oh no. Uh it can't be a one star review. We'll never read that. Ever. Uh, ever. So even if you have something bad to say, put five stars on it and we'll read it. And you it'll be heard by all of our fans. It'll be live on the show forever and ever. And uh it's the only way to get through us with your negative feedback. Um 
you can also do stuff like uh like us on stitcher stuff like that like us on facebook um we're almost 3200 likes so if you haven't liked our facebook page just go to facebook slash the blackout com or facebook.com slash the blackout tips i mean all right let's do some feedback uh let me first give everybody props that donated to the show because it's that time of the year the most wonderful time of the year to be giving to the black guy who tips because we need the money to pay for our uh website so (laughs) this is uh this is all great um jay rich he donated to the show he said rod can you use my gamer tag crenshaw pete instead of my government well i'm sorry i read that second but even either way i didn't (laughs) say your whole government but it's um crenshaw p and instead of an s in crenshaw it's a five it's a five in case you want to like him uh join him on uh i don't know xbox or something mm-hmm. there you go uh nikki 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 she donated to the show uh uh miss nixon uh she donated to the show with a recurring donation my favorite kind my favorite kind uh J- joy mckinney she donated to the show thank you joy thank you we'll be seeing you you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Uh, of course, the Reverend Good Doctor uh, of of the Late Night Hours, Michael Breedlove. Yes, he'll be coming to you from midnight to 3 a.m. Yeah, he gave you the, he hit you with the Quiet Storm. Yes, Quiet Storm Hour. Uh, Shirley Wong Esquire, please say the Esquire. She donated to the show. Or, you better. She worked hard for that. Mm-hmm. I've always said uh emma aningo donated to the show recurring donation see you next month too yes we will appreciate that uh michelle w she donated to the show recurring donation my favorite kind yes sir love all these people coming on dropping these recurring donations man so we can see them again in the next year we love it uh tabitha McCallum, she donated of course you know everybody's very familiar with her mm-hmm. um but yeah recurring donation we appreciate it uh author <laughs> Uh, esteemed author M.A. Gray yes award winning author award winning uh, author he donated to the show recurring donation Alicia Cristiani she recurring donated to the show made me want some pasta Cristiani I want some parmesan cheese now so good but uh yeah she donated to the show a recurring donation man thank y'all sincerely everybody uh putting in on this definitely helps um and uh yeah is you know we got other moves that we want to make and stuff and you guys are making that possible and yes you are all this shit goes back to the show anyway so it does it's all uh helpful stuff man yes Um, help us help you all right, so we got iTunes reviews. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we'll read those first. Let's do it. Let's see. Our last show was okay. So we only we got two new ones mm-hmm. since last week. Let me go ahead and cue uh, those up. <clears throat> Five stars, which is why you guys are hearing this right now. I know it's so. If it was four stars. I'd be like, we ain't getting no reviews this week. God, nope, none. Um, clearly one of the best podcasts on iTunes. Five stars from Mister Sardonicus. Black Guy Who Tips is the best podcast on iTunes. Wow. It went from one of the best to the best in one sentence. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, it's the best podcast on iTunes. Even better than Beauty and the Beast and the Mike O'Meara Show. I've never heard of these men. I'm sure they're probably more famous than us. But thank you yes. for the compliment. Um, and I'm sure that shows are lovely. Um, keep up the good work, Rod and Karen. You guys made office work a lot easier. 
Well, thank you. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you, Mr. Sardonicus, for uh, writing in on the show, man. I'm glad you're digging it right now. Please don't wait till we disagree on something and then be like, fuck this show. Your show ain't shit. <laughs> Gay people shouldn't get married. That's why I don't like y'all niggas. Beauty and the Beast was better. Don't Please no, don't do that. Yeah. Not unless you do five stars. Yeah, right. Unless you have another account, more five stars. Um, a deep, deep conversation, five stars. And this is from Floyd Uh-oh, from the deep, deep conversation, deep, deep conversation. That sounds like the name of Michael Breed love show. I know we're having a deep, deep, deep conversation here. And you're jamming with Michael Breed love on 104.9. <laughs> Put some jam on it. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. It's got jam on it. Yes. Uh, this must be my jam because jelly don't shake like that. Sure uh, don't. Mm-mm. You're in the mix. With so I, need, I need those sound effects. I know we man, man. We now nah, they won't be playing those at, at, at during the the quiet storm. They be playing those sound effects at like lunch and shit. I know, right? <laughs> it's lunchtime, 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 lunchtime. <laughs> Here with Michael Bree Love. <laughs> That's how they do that one. This show is not. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is deep, deep conversation. Floyd from the Netherlands. This show is not for the unsophisticated. I love this show. It is great to hear a couple who love and respect each other and keep keep it real. The show is smart, witty, irreverent, and I, I say this is the show you don't want your coworkers to know you listen to, but you want to blast it at work in the break room and say, "Who turned it to this channel?" But let's just hear it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different technique but deny you turned it on or you might make that trip to hr that's true uh, yeah that, that's don't true. get fired with us guys no, okay please. we want we have daytime jobs so we completely understand so you know i understand i don't even get to claim my own podcast to work i don't have anybody that i work with that i talk podcast shit with except like one person so uh you know i definitely understand um all right, we also have uh, voicemails, we got uh, oh, be, comments. Be, uh-huh. Before you go, I want people to know that uh, when you leave an iTunes review, sometimes it's a delay in the iTunes review between when you put it and when it posts up, and you got to put stars and exclamation points or whatever, or else iTunes is like, nah, Steve Jobs did a lot. We ain't posting that. And also, if you are outside of the United States, please let us know because we cannot see it. Yeah, um, and yeah, definitely... Um, if you're going to leave us a review, uh, you have to censor your cursing. You have to censor the word vagina, apparently. Uh, they, they don't like that. We know because we've had episodes of our show delayed in posting to iTunes because they were like, vaginas? No! no! I was like, this you can fun- say dick. It's like it's the clinical term. It's like, no, not lady parts. Ew, get it out of here. So, uh, yeah, you, you definitely, you definitely want to, Make sure you censor that. You don't want to be putting nigga in there and shit like that because it won't post uh, nope. that kind of stuff, um, which I always worry about with our fans. We probably secretly have 700 reviews. and <laughs> Yeah, um, a lot of them got rejected. Yeah, we can't see them all because our fans are so fucking ratchet. Um, all right, so uh, we also have comments on the show. Let's get into these. Uh, the last uh, feedback episode, we had no comments on it, but we did have a poll, uh, and it was... 390 episode 390 goodbye to at mind of gabrielle um everybody knows we broke up and um we had to you know we went through hard times man so uh we made that the poll chill was calling in telling us to fix it so we made it the poll will rob and get will rod 
Well, Rod and Gabby, say, you calling yourself that too? I know, now? I know. It's Freudian slip or some shit. Well, Rod and Gabby get back together, and twenty percent of people said yes, they will work it out. Forty-eight percent of people said no, they are done forever. Forty-eight percent of people, and thirty-two percent of people said fix it. That's what Chill was saying. So if you add that up, because I'm gonna count yes and fix it together, right? Because they wanted to work out. Only like 52% of people, like this is the closest poll ever. I know, right? 52% of people don't think me and Gabby could work it out, man. And 48%, Aww. I mean, 52 think we can, and 48 don't think we can. It's so sad. Um, all right, we also had episode 391, One Knife Stand. With a man, Morgan P. Campbell, mm-hmm. where the P stands for podcasting's prodigal son. Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, the poll for this show was there was a there was an article we read about uh, two guys that got into a fight at school. So their punishment was they were had to sit in chairs and hold hands in front of the whole classroom. And uh, a lot of you know there was a lot of controversy over it. Some people were saying like uh, this is uh, this is against the uh, LGBT community. This is uh, homophobic. This is you know. And uh, I was thinking like, well, I think it, it, no matter what gender of the children, it would actually be um, not homophobic. It, it, like is is just embarrassing to have to hold hands with someone you just tried to fight. And yes. It's not because they're two boys. If it was two girls, if it was a guy and a girl, whatever, I feel like it would still be funny uh, and embarrassing and not make, and hopefully they wouldn't do it again. You yeah, know? And that's the whole point. Um, so the poll was, was the holding hands punishment disrespectful to gay people? Because uh, one of the people in the article was like, this is disrespectful to gay people, you know? Yes. 20%, like 19% of people think it was disrespectful to gay people. 81% of people say no, it was not disrespectful to gay people. Um, although I guess, you know, unless all the people that voted in the poll are gay, we really, you know, we're really just speaking from my own point of view, but I, I really don't think it was, you know, disrespectful. Um, Mr. French says, while I, do, while I don't think this was disrespectful to LGBTs, I do think it was kind of stupid. When I fought my brother a lot, we had to shake hands and squash it in front of our parents. But come on, unless they had to wear dresses to school or dress as drag queens, how is it disrespectful? If you're gay, you pretty much know it, and everybody else pretty much knows it, unless you're trying to hide it. Besides, they had a choice to get expelled or not. Yeah, that was the other thing, too. Um, they could have just chosen like uh, to get it expelled, but they, they chose it because it was the easier punishment, right? And it's a, and the thing is, I felt like it's significantly embarrassing, and I just hate how the schools like. I hate that parents and people who you know read the news have become such pussies about yes, these children. I told man. you it, a lot. A, a lot of it boils down to. Uh, we have a society now where people feel like it's no punishment at, at all. Like, and I'm not saying you have to be the whoop or spank, but like no punishment at all. Well, they think I can't take in you. their in their minds. There's a lot of people that just think you can just talk to every child, and you can, and everything is the same. And like a, one of these little badass kids will run through them because you, every child is not like you can like these. Like to me, those are the people that talk to their dogs. Like they people. And my thing it's like, is, oh, why would you pee on the floor? We said not to pee on the floor anymore. No. Rover, don't do it again. You know this what? is the last time I'm cleaning your piss up. And the problem that I have is this. 
People that like children are fucking rational. Children are not, you know, these are older children, but especially like smaller children. People act like you can sit an infant down and just and just talk to him. You know what? This is the third time you've thrown up on me. I'm getting tired of you throwing up on me and shitting on me. You cannot have a logical conversation with that child. Yeah, but you're not suggesting that you punish a, a infant for throwing up on you, are you? No, but right. but but when you go back, it's like talking to an infant when it comes to certain things. When you're trying to talk to a child, even once a child gets to a certain age, as the parent. You still have to uh, figure out what's the best for this child because, like you said, every child is completely different. There's some children like you. Your daddy could talk to you. Me, you can't talk to my ass. You got to punch me in the face. Else, I'm gonna keep on doing whatever you talk. Okay, for the record, you, you have you been punched in the face as a child? I, I've been smacked in the face. You've been smacked in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure because people going to write in and be like, hey, Karen, you got views. You got punched in the face. Oh, no, no, no. It, so no, no, that's it, not, and that's not cool. No, you should not be getting punched in the face by your parents. And I, uh, I was doing some shit I had no business doing, but that, that's beside the point. So that every kid does some shit that I had no business doing. Look, my point is not that, um, my I, point I didn't is. I did get you off topic. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's your show too. Um, my, my point is that, um, we're getting to a point where we want the teachers to not have any ability to, to really reign in the classroom. We don't want to pay them shit. We don't really want to give them any resources to have discipline on the child. And, People don't understand how fucking bad children can be. Now, I'm not saying all children, but it's just that there's certain children where if, if, if they just find out the, the, the punishment for fighting is you just say stop fighting, they will always be fighting. Like, mm-hmm. there, there's never gonna be a time where, you know, it's where they, where they, where they stop, but, you know, a lot of these teachers are at the end of their rope and they're trying to figure out a way to teach 30 children while, you know, three children are being disruptive, you know? So if you can do something like this and, and possibly get, uh, some peace in your classroom out of it, I don't see anything wrong with it. No one was hit. Yeah. No one was, it, um, it wasn't like it, it was embarrassing as far as, I mean, it's a it, little, it, it, as far as doing anything sexual. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, yeah, know, I think it's far- a little embarrassing. Um, I don't think it's, um, about the fact that, they would look gay i don't i really don't think that's what it is Mm-mm. but um i do think that um they were supposed to be embarrassed by it because you know d- you have to hold hands with your enemy to stay in school like yeah and mm-hmm. and my thing is that when you talk about the police the thing that upsets me is that you strip all the responsibilities away from the teacher but yet you be like why y'all gotta call law enforcement well then who else is going to enforce the law yeah, they make it impossible to yes. discipline kids because the, they just don't understand how disrespectful and rude a child can be. They just don't. They don't have any clue of it. Oh, and everybody thinks care. their child is some they, type of angel. Even people, even people that are bad parents with hella bad kids mm-hmm. think that their kid is not that bad. Remember that one article we played where the, the boy, little boy was like 12 or some shit and he was in a daycare full of like toddlers mm-hmm. and it was beating him up. And when they interviewed his mom, she was like, he bad, he bad, but he don't hit no little kids. It's like, what? He just, we have him on tape doing exactly that. So, it you know it's amazing how there's this like big ass difference between what is actually happening with people's ch- kids and what they 
perceived to be happening so um i think that's a major thing and if you get people to accept that then they'll understand that holding hands might be what it fucking takes to get the kids to act right because at the end of the day guess what you don't want them to fight and you and and as a teacher you want the least time consuming method of punishment you know because if you suspend them guess what that's time they're not in class they're not learning you know it's a bigger picture other than i just kick them out yeah but other than that don't be hitting your kids in the face uh, punching them in the face okay people that's not what i advocate <laughs> me either. I, don't, I don't advocate that's that either. karen style and, and that's I the would, only way she could be punished and, I, and I, I would never do that as a child i mean i would never do that to a child um delfrano says i voted no but maybe in the sense that i don't like ca i don't like cacks which is supposedly crack ass crackers answering for me if they think certain nigga shit is disrespectful maybe gay niggas wouldn't like heteros answering for them well even if you said no that's answering for them if you feel like only gay people should vote in the poll so even what you vote no but but it's still but my, no. my thing is is that did they say that either child was gay or something like no, that okay no that was so that's not, why i don't understand what what a gay issue even comes up yeah um i think it's honest to god i honestly my feeling on this is this is society's problem like honestly two men holding hands instantly goes to gay and all the negative things that about quote unquote being gay that you know all the quote unquote negative things about being gay that people believe so it's like two men holding hands oh y'all queers y'all fags y'all gay y'all y'all you suck each other dick it's like it's like um they're just holding hands as a punishment but if in in society's mind it's so poisoned and jaded and negative that on on some level even those trying to, to to defend you know like trying to be like no these boys shouldn't be forced to hold hands are also saying that holding hands from two males is gay and always will be perceived as gay and there's no reason that holding two hands there's no other way it can be perceived other than this is a homosexual act two people holding hands and they're both males like or both females even if they were both yeah. females i don't think they would say this karen i honestly feel That's like true. it's because Cause, they're cause two it's guys more acceptable for females to hold hands yeah you yeah it's, it's literally like it is very homophobic to, to me just my opinion it's very homophobic to say this is gay like, i don't think it's gay at all i think you're forcing the kids to do that but society's so fucked up that it becomes gay because it's two dudes it's like yeah, it's, two dudes touch each other Ooh. And, and my thing is this you know a lot of times i've been you know with smaller children but i like, will hold each other hands so we can cross the street is that gay no no um, but i mean it, you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you have two little boys or two little girls you be like hey y'all hold hands because i don't want to lose nobody right but the fact that it was considered uh, a punishment they just immediately went to the gay part in their head instead of oh, okay you're holding hands with someone you don't like yes yeah, to me that's, that's the, the bottom line yes uh anyway some shit is only gay because niggas bring it up in a gay manner when i first heard the story i didn't even think of it in that aspect maybe a gay nigga should be asking this question well uh i don't know delfrano appreciate the response non-response kind of thing you did <laughs> um all right we also had episode 392 daddy off the chain with larian uh and uh the poll for this one uh it was about the atheist uh that shut down a charlie brown christmas uh play uh that was gonna it was gonna be a voluntary field trip for the you know kids to to go and 
um, you know, get a day out of school basically and watch the Charlie Brown play at a church. And, uh, they decided that that was too religious and that, um, none of the kids should go, you know, voluntarily or not. Um, and that if, you know, you said, okay, my kid's not going to go on this trip, your kid will be bullied and all this stuff. Now we don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, yeah. once you bring out the bully word in today's society, like it's all rap. Whatever you want to get done is getting done, right? Yeah, and I, sometimes I think that's just taking it, taking it too far. And it's me, even me as growing up, it's been times where uh, children didn't go on field trips, and there was nothing wrong with that. You don't know what yeah. what the field trips I didn't go on. It wasn't no, you ain't going on a field trip. I'm gonna punch you in the balls when I get back. It's no. like, nigga, I'm going on field trip. Bye. That's what I, they was, what? That's what I would do. That's what they thinking is too bad, nigga. Bye. You talking about children. We not talking yeah. about adult talk. Like children. Either you're going or you ain't. That's you ain't have. Go. Normally it was you ain't had twenty dollars to go to Carowinds. The end. I, that's what it was. Even if that wasn't the case, even yeah. you, even if your parents like you're not going because you did something stupid at home. Kids don't think like that, right? But that was the end of it. It wasn't nothing. Even if they thought that they didn't say shit, like you ain't got the twenty dollars to go to Carowinds. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't give a fuck man they going to care with they happy i know so um, so the poll was whether atheists right to shut down the charlie brown christmas play yes 17 percent, which i thought was kind of hot like that's a pretty good chunk that's about 20 percent of the people you know one out of every five uh so yeah uh 17 percent of the people say yes they were right and 83 percent of people said no which you know i agree with man i don't think I don't think they should have shut it down, to be quite honest. No, because it was optional. and that That's the issue I have. If it was not optional, okay, I could see somebody having an issue with that. Right. But your child is, is not mandatory that your child goes. People think opting out is a bad thing. Opting out is not a bad thing. I wish there was other shit I could opt out of. Uh, the, and uh, the comments on the poll, we only had one. It's from the KC Stork. As an atheist, I am thankful for all the magic man days that I get off. Man, let those kids cook and go watch some damn Charlie Brown. Yeah. Like I said, I could see if um the middle of the play, they just had some type of like call to the audience to come join the Lord or some shit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah they went we, too far. far. Yes. They shouldn't have done that. But just it's hosted by a church. It's got to be, you know, it's like, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, while we're on the page, since we didn't get a lot of comments this week, we might as well go ahead and, um, get into, uh, the nominations and talk about, you know, people are nominating people, yes, people are, are voting, um, just letting you guys know who's been nominated so that maybe it'll give you some ideas. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you do go agree. Some of the shows. Yeah. Maybe you want to go back and hear some, you know, check out where you found that, that quote, that thing. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. Mark says, worst guest. Fire! Everybody remembers Fire from the controversial Girls on Girls mm-hmm. episode. Uh, I believe uh, it, was, it was people were pretty upset after that show. We got a lot of feedback. feedback. Yes, we did. Leonard Brothers says, "Here's a few nominations off the top of my head. If slash when I can think of some more, I'll send them to you. For now, I'll throw these into the mix. Best guest individual, Justin. Mm, okay, okay. Best guest group, Hot Fire Scarlet Crew." Worst guest, fire. Best feedback, non-chill. That's right. We have a separate category for chill because chill is so epic and has so many moments on the show that she has her own category. Yes, so, she does. Um, I guess I should go down to categories. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, best impression. You got to give us a clip of where it's from. Okay. So you got 
impression that you like that we did uh i saw people say florida evans and stuff like that i need that clip i need that episode because i can go get it and we can play it on the show and we can all laugh at it again and we'll all have fun or you cannot do it i don't know <laughs> um best guest individual uh obviously the guest that came on by themselves or even if they came on in a group but you felt like that person was particularly the best guest you just just nominate them best guest is a group these are people that have come on together. You know, there's different shows like like Hot Firestarter, Where's My Forty Acres, um, Chonilla, um, Hey You Know It, um, just uh, Scar and Sherry. There's just tons of people that have mm-hmm. come on the show and they kind of come on as a group. And, uh, you know, the Sandy Check guys, like a lot of people. So uh, and even if they're not officially a group, there's like, oh, uh, well, Chris and um Chris and Brandon come on where we do the Four Loco podcast, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, that all counts. Worst guest, um, that you could pick that one guest or a group of guests yes. that you did not like the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, funniest moment of the show. Um, and now we will need, if you wanted to have a clip, you gotta give us the, you know, the time. time. Uh, best feedback participant, non chill, you know, just, uh, in this, in any form, email, voicemail, um, what, you know, voting on the polls, whatever you want to, you know, submit. Uh, best random thought, best episode, best interview, best argument, and best chill moment. And we will need the clip for that if you want us to play it mm-hmm. or if it's just something she wrote in and, you know, let us know. Um, all right. So let me get back to these. Best feedback non chill is Stephen Richards from Leonard Brothers. Best random thought, Joseph from the Bible was a simp. Uh, and we can play those too, but I just need the episodes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, best episode 373 save the dates i nominate this one because i was actually in charlotte that weekend and had the chance to meet nicole and reggie um r to the edgy or as i like to call them r to the edgy note you know it's very formal also uh got some love on that episode so that was cool too lol uh detectula says worst guest fire man she's like three for three right now mm-hmm. shit one person only wrote worst guests like they didn't even care about <laughs> nothing that. else they was like no no the category matters best episode the simping saturday show and best impression the nigga that calls in is eddie long like i said we might need a clip of that if you guys can find it uh we'll play it uh finding true uh says uh best episode simping saturday best impression ride during florida evans so Got to find that Florida Evans clip, guys, and we'll play it. Best feedback, Stephen Richards. Worst guest, Fire. Best guest group, Firestarter. And best guest individual, Feminista Jones from mm-hmm. Cram. And his name is Cramsey. Um, from the Jack says, best impression, Rod's Florida Evans. Best guest, Justin, or if he's considered a co-host, then Morgan. Uh, you know what? For this, we'll put Justin as, as a guest. You don't have to... Um, I don't know. I'll ask Justin on that because I feel like he should count as a co-host. <laughs> I don't feel like he should get the. But at the same time, I know he's gonna want to win an award, so I'll ask Justin specifically. Best guess is a group, a classic, cla- eclectic, classic, and Tim Dog from the um, Coast of the podcast. Uh, they all came on together. Worst guess, Amanda Jones. Amanda Jones. Uh, she, of course, Amanda was uh, here as like a legal advisor but she stayed the whole show and um there's a lot of shit she couldn't comment on on yes. guess the race because we want to make sure she passed the bar exam i know it's not so. in trouble her government is on the show yeah and get her esquire uh funniest moment rod story about little smelly little penny 
best feedback participant steven richards out of beaumont south carolina best episode you might be ratchet best random thought i think the white people love cheese stereotype came from a random thought if so this is definitely it from the jacks also says best interview rod's dad now he's been on here like three or four times at Mm -hmm. this point so um i guess it would depend on which episode you're talking about um best argument karen and haterazzi <laughs> that was when he came on the show he talked about uh uh the black women uh that are hood rats um and uh yeah it was an argument i guess you could say i don't i don't think they really disagree but karen got pretty hyped um best chill moment chill calling out rod about the devil's advocate uh finding truth rod doing florida evans is from episode 321 the hour and 14 minute mark how awesome is that thank you thank brother you. that's that is fucking awesome uh that's what we need is stuff like that so we can uh go and uh, play the clips the clip. yeah because we want to play the clips but y'all got no we ain't, we ain't got no crew of us it's just me and rob <laughs> right you know we had a crew and some interns y'all could do this and they can listen and find it but it's just me and him right uh best impressions racist elmo from episode 327 how old is 16 really around the hour and 33 minute mark generic mixtape dj from episode 47 mailback music volume 4 at the 24 minute and 10 second mark wow thank you wow you got it to the second mm-hmm. oh this is from connect duke man I, by the way reading this email last night or the night before i almost cried just because it's crazy to have that type of uh like that we created something that somebody would love enough to actually go back and remember shit from episode 47 24 minutes and 10 seconds in like god damn yeah. Like, yeah, that's we, love. And we we thank you so much, y'all. And something, and not to get off top of something, I wanted to to tell you guys was, uh, when um we was listening to the Stitcher Awards show when they was when we was nominated, and something that I can say I want to thank everybody for was they was like, hey, we, and there's something about we because we told y'all when we win, y'all win, and it, and and it just felt good to get flooded with all the love and and we still love you guys and it don't matter to us and we gonna win next year and i i can't explain how much of y'all you guys are like an extended a huge extended family to us like we love you guys very very much so we just want to tell you that we want this show to be the best so keep sending in your comments and all that stuff and we're gonna have a blast when we do this one y'all um so yeah man um yeah thank you guys seriously uh best guest as a group phenom black and chris for a local podcast worst guest thug friends episode 214 i'm surprised that uh it took a while for them to get nominated because i know that was when we had all those sound Sound issues we almost didn't put the show up but uh i enjoyed having them on but yeah it was crazy crazy how how much shit twig was doing at the time Mm -hmm. she's like i'm getting off work driving to the store going to (laughs) gonna go shovel some snow i was like uh, i'm gonna go work out we live on the podcast what are you doing uh and it was funny because the whole time before we started that show, uh, she was just chilling. And then as soon as we were like, all right, we're recording, it was like, you know, getting in a car, like, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Did she get kidnapped? That's um, what I thought. They're going to put it in the trunk. Funniest moment, episode 201 from one, one hour 33 to one hour 38. The whole bit, but in particular, these two moments, Karen naming the episode and you can't just fuck a corpse. You wanted to see what would happen, Rod. So, 
I had to go find what episode two, 201 is. I wanted, it sounds to me off the top of my head like pussy falling from the sky, maybe. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> it sounds like, uh, that uh, might me, been, you and Justin. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like that might have been, uh, pussy falling from the sky because, um, that, that, that sounds like something that we would say. Um, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> for that story. I think it was like a woman fell out of the, uh, wasn't like she fell out of, uh, off a building or off the sky or something according to this guy and um, he ended up throwing up pushing it off yeah nah he found a corpse he said oh, he was walking that's, that's right he was walking and, and he and found a corpse laying on the ground yeah yes and he and was like i'm gonna I'm fuck this corpse yes i'm gonna fuck this corpse at least i think that's that yeah that's yes. it pussy falling from the sky mm-hmm. and of course we had to put a asterisk in there for pussy because you know itunes don't play that itunes ain't nope um best feedback participant non-chill Steven Richards from South Carolina so he's been nominated now best episode 261 funk that episode 325 summer of Brian. episode 201 pussy falling from the sky best random thought what uh it was okay it um episode 120 how Rod saved the Scarfinger's marriage random thought uh from 290 to 29 minutes to 34 minutes Chris Hansen's kids so I don't even remember that one. We'll have to play. It. I can't wait to get get it queued up and play it on the I best know, of show. Man, we probably gonna have so much fun going back and listening to this shit. <laughs> best interview: Anthony Marr for episode sixty three, Do Mag Stick Violence, and Stephen White for episode eighty four, the concussion discussion with Stephen White. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that, man. That was a crazy. I found out so much about concussions. Yes, it that, was so educational. Yeah, man. Steve White be dropping knowledge, man. Uh, Sterling says best solo guest, Larry, and best group guest, where's my 40 acres crew when they're all there? Worst guest that chick filed on the episode that was supposed to be about girls. And, uh, Greg, uh, Greg at 13 says worst guest, fire! With five, four exclamation points. So I think fire might be. Fire set them on fire. She's been nominated she? at this point, guys. No need to, she will be in the voting. Then you don't have to pile it on. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. So thank you guys who took the time out to do that. Thank you. Um, and keep sending them and keep them coming. Yeah, we got a ton of voicemails. So let's get to play some of those. Hey, Rod and Karen. It's me, Gabby. Um, I'm calling from Atlanta. Um, I saw the tweets about the new show and wanted to leave some feedback. Um, I wanted to say that I'm guilty of a lot of things. I'm guilty of, uh, you know, talking way too much and filling up a voicemail, definitely. I'm guilty of calling in to podcasts, you know, to your podcast while I'm driving or distracted and not given 100% focus like I should. I'm definitely guilty of that. Um, hence, that's why I have to keep asking you guys to leave the prior voicemail. Um, I'm guilty of tweeting a lot of political-ish and a lot of new stuff and trying my best to be funny. But I don't think that type of humor I have necessarily comes across as well. Um via Twitter or via a voicemail. So uh, to clear the record, because I think that it, it obviously, my joke obviously didn't come across as a joke, it seems like. When I made jokes about uh, soul-to-soul and oxtails, it was rhetorical. You know, it's not like, oh, my God, I don't know this, and I want you guys to tell me. No, it was more like being funny, like, you know, one of those 
things that make you hmm kind of you know questions um you know i appreciate the show i love i mean i can't go you know i can't you know count the number of times like it just keeps me laughing and just helps me get through a day that's you know funny um you know help me get through a day that's you know kind of boring otherwise um and it's just you know i think that you know sorry someone's calling me um i just think that it's i just think that maybe the sense of humor that i have like while i was making a joke about cheese it was going back to the, the old cheese jokes and the old people who like cheese and all the you know different comments and it was being funny and i i don't know if they came across you know as funny obviously um so i definitely think that maybe um jokes that i say or tweet don't come across that way and and that is why sometimes the response that i've received um I'm going to wrap it up soon, sorry. Uh, sometimes some of the responses, you know, seem irritated, like just bothered, and that's why I unfollowed. You know, I felt like, okay, obviously maybe my tweets irritate him, or, you know, he's upset by it, or he doesn't get the joke, or he thinks I'm passive-aggressive, which, you know, or something. So that's why I unfollowed, because, you know, I don't want to argue. I don't want the drama. And, you know, I'm you know, just trying to, you know, live and be funny and, and then, and, you know, then it's, it's, it seems like maybe it's not coming across as well as I had hoped, um, or, or my intentions, because I know my friends think I'm funny, and do I have friends? Yes. Am I crazy? No. Am I nerdy? Yes. Am I goofy? Yes. Am I talkative? Yes. Am I maybe a little bit too militant? Yes. Um, am I sometimes too passionate about stuff? Definitely. Um, but, you know, it's like, Sometimes you can you can only take someone calling you something so many times before you just say, okay, maybe this person just doesn't get me, and and maybe it's just best to unfollow. So um, I went ahead and I unblocked you, and you know I just think that there's definitely um, a big issue with miscommunication. Uh, the people who call in the show are awesome. The topics are awesome, um, but I, I just think that maybe my sense of humor. It's not coming across in the way that I would hope. Um, so my, this is a way too long uh, voicemail because I also talk too much. So uh, I'll end it now. Uh, keep up the great work. Bye. All right. Peace, Gabby. And in um, traditional uh, Gabby fashion, she also sent two other voicemails, but they were also over the three-minute limit. That one was over three-minute limit, too, but, you know, I did what I had to do, you know, <laughs> like we just had to play that one. Um, plus one of the ones that was closer to three minutes had really bad sound quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so we couldn't play that, but, um, yeah, man, um, we follow each other back now and I think we're cool. Somebody in the chat room said she was so tweeting other podcasts about me and stuff like that. But, um, I don't know, man, I just wanted to be back and I just want us to be cool again. And, um, you know, I never liked losing any of my relationships mm-hmm. on Twitter. Okay, it's been a tough Your year. Relationships seem seem serious. I keep all my booze. You run yours away. I don't know what it is, man. I guess <laughs> when you love hard, you know, you you understand the passion, Karen. It's not always uh, able to be so so calm all the time. So, okay, not not a problem. You know, got the ups and downs, but um, yeah, we we follow each other again, and uh, we're doing a diet right now. We're doing one salad a day. Um, currently, uh, we're on day <laughs> two. 
So uh, we got that going. Um, and hopefully she's not going to subtweet any more other podcasts about me. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm with her right now. All right. Let's, um, let's go ahead and get to the next voicemail. Yo, Ryan, Karen, what's up? It's Mike from Words on 40 Acres. Um, <clears throat> I was calling because I was telling my friend about uh, the Impossible White Man movie genre and its glorious uh, majesty. And uh, I would like to submit a nomination for Impossible White Man movie of the week. And my choice is Home Alone. Now, I realize it's not per se an action movie, mm-hmm. but that is one of the most impossibly white scenarios I have ever seen in my entire life with two professional burglars break into this dude's house and try to kill him for two movies straight and he survives in two different cities off of just being white man child and I don't know if it can get much more impossible than that even though there aren't gunshots and bullets and explosions throughout the whole movie so, yeah, just wanted to drop that in there. Impossible White Man movie, Home Alone, slash <laughs> Home Alone 2. Y'all be good. Peace. All right, peace. Uh, no, that's not eligible. No, no, no offense, Mike. Uh, I love that you think outside the box, but uh, fuck no, you can't be a comedy and an impossible white man movie. Impossible <laughs> white man movies have no sense of the irony of being an impossible white man. Like they, like matter of fact, the more straight that they play it, the better the fucking impossibility of it. Like. If they know it's ridiculous, then all of a sudden I, I'm taken out of the moment. I like to know, I like to be able to laugh and James Bond be serious. I don't need James Bond to openly <laughs> mock being James Bond. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I, no, no offense, but no comedies for impossible white man movies, people. Hey, Rod Karen. Just call me a suburban black man. Okay. Yeah, I'm calling about your show. You guys were talking about uh, Chris Brown and Rihanna. I'm going to be real with y'all. I am so fucking sick and tired of hearing about Chris Brown. You know, he did this to Rihanna. He did that to her. Look, we live in a world now where women say they want to be equal. They say they, you know, you have a segment of America that says they want women to fight in combat. They want women to work jobs that are equal to men. I'm saying... If y'all want to do that, then you know what? If a man beat your ass, it should be the same as if a man what? beat another man's ass. You shouldn't go hard on Chris Brown, though, because he beat a woman's ass. No, you should look at it the same. Oh, okay, he beat a human's ass. What? That's what I'm saying. Oh Women, my they God. want to be, they want to, to, to be equal when the shit benefits them. But when it doesn't benefit them, Oh, oh, no, no, no. Treat me like a woman. Treat me like a, you know, no, you can't beat my ass as if I was a man. Now, I'm not saying violence on anybody is right, because violence on any human is wrong. But all I'm saying is that shit. Enjoy your show. Your intelligence and vigorousness and ignorance is right up my alley. Uh, uh, appreciate it. Peace. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> See, because we so equal, I should be able to punch you in your motherfucking face. That's right, because we so equal, I should be able to punch you any goddamn time I want to because you got a vagina. It's like it's like the hipster white people that ironically say nigger. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like that. It's like, yeah. no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying nigga this time, but, but it's because I'm so progressive that we both know it doesn't mean that. Like, nah, dog, you can't be out here punching women. You can't be out here justifying that shit. Um, and, uh, I also like that in your mind, the idea is once you punch a woman, she's also some type of like feminist, uh, really like, like she could also believe in traditional gender roles and not want to get punched, you know? Like maybe she does want to, uh, she, maybe she's not trying to go fight a war on the front lines. Maybe she just wants to be, you know, uh, whatever her name is in her own skin. Maybe that's not her battle to fight, but, all of a sudden she gets punched and it's, well, this is what you want, right? Equality. No. This is equality getting punched. Yeah, and, and my thing is this. I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to keep it real. You sound like a fucking abuser. That's what you sound like. You sound like somebody that thinks it's okay to abuse women. It, and, 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 and it's not. And I have a, I, I just have a, a complete and total, um, like you said, keep it real. Disrespect for your whole statement you just said. Yeah. Um, be, and, and the reason why is because, it's like, what kind of man beats a woman and say, it's okay. It's all, it's all right for me to punch a bitch in the face. I want to know if the women that he possibly has sex with, if he's getting sex on the regular, um, if he ever runs this little theory by them. Cause I have a feeling that he doesn't because he knows it's fucking stupid. Like, I don't think he would ever sit down a woman on a date and be like, listen, um, you know, first of I, all, first of all I hope you don't think I'm paying for this meal. Yeah, uh, but second of all, all, um, after I finish having sex with you, I just want you to, I'm going to punch you in the face with my fist <laughs> and with my dick. And I hope that you are all right with that because I think everybody should be treated equally. I don't in even, this house. I don't even think he would, like, I really think that he would, like, okay, here's the, for the record. I don't think this dude's a rapist. I don't think he hits women. I don't think any of this shit, right? Uh, this is kind of like when I listen to Sandy Check sometimes. Um, and Chris and Kev will be going off about some shit. And it's like, yeah, but y'all niggas wouldn't do that in real life like mm. like it's funny and it's a theory and it's all good in the podcast it's kind of like a locker room atmosphere but in real life like we're not walking around on the bus uppercutting women no right we're not like that's not a normal occurrence you don't you know like it i feel like these dudes what happens a lot of times and i'm not saying chris and kevin anything like this guy Mm-mm. but what happens a lot is um a lot of dudes hold it hold in all this aggression and shit and all these like feelings and then they pop off while they can be anonymous while they can be uh you know on social media when they can be um calling to a podcast you know from a random number like they can do that so it's like they get to say all these theories but in real life if a woman threw a drink on them they would not hit that woman it's just like this is like the anger you get from when you get beat up like if you if you get beat up by a bully and then he goes home and then you go home and and they go what happened you go man I should have punched that nigga in his face man I should have did this I should have yeah you should have did a lot of shit theoretically you can figure out a way where it's okay to, to, to that, that you need to hit this woman but you know what you're not gonna do that shit because. Well, if you're sane, you're not going to do that shit because you know it's fucking insane. The yes. reason you're not giving your government name when you call in to us is because it's fucking insane. Like, you don't even want to be, a, you don't even want to give us, 
like a Twitter name. Like you're just like, no, fuck that. I don't want to be associated with this opinion because it's fucking stupid. But I'll come in and make this rant, you know. And also, Chris Brown's music is not good enough to even justify this shit. I don't need, do niggas even listen to Chris Brown or do you just hate women that much? Like I just hate I just hate these bitches so much yeah, and, that I support Chris Brown. And, and and a lot of it comes from I personally think a lot of it comes from hurt and anger towards women. Like right. why why else do you have this much hatred? And my thing is this is either mama issues, girlfriend issues, like it's it's other things going on in your life to make you like I'll punch a bitch and I'm gonna think twice, sir. If somebody punch your mama, would you be like, Well mama you got punched, fuck that. No, you be angry, you be upset, you will have some kind of yeah. emotion towards this woman getting her ass whooped. Yeah, I think he's just trolling to be quite honest with you. And um I don't believe uh I don't believe that he believes that. Like I think I think um the kind of person that believes that um is not calling to a podcast about it. They just hitting women already. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. People better realize the the, the the real people that abuse people. They ain't got no podcast. They right. they, they they ain't um live podcast and nothing. While the police is outside, they do beating. They just beating, punching you in the face, and going to work the next yeah. day. Yeah, and um, I don't think equality is because you know what's also funny is they try to present this stance of you see i'm for equal pay i'm for equal this and and if that's what you want do you deserve an equal ass whooping it's like well number one nobody should be whooping each other's ass okay but number two you're not actually for that it's like you're actually being sarcastic and trying what you're really advocating is you won't get beat up as a woman if you don't want to be treated as an equal. That's the only way. As long as you're subservient to me as a man, then you are free from ass women and I will treat you as a lady. But only then, if you try to uh, get equal pay, if you want the same uh, treatment, uh, you know, when uh, you want the ability to fight in the military, if you want any of this shit, then I get to beat you up. And that's not so. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Just because you got a dick don't make you a better person and it don't make you a better man. There are a lot of women that are a lot stronger and, and, and have more balls than some of y'all punk ass niggas out there. So that has nothing to do with it. Also, um, I don't want to be in a relationship with a dude. Like, I always thought, like, when people take this stance, I always thought it sounded a little, like, homosexual and i don't mean that in a negative like that's gay nigga i mean literally the definition of homosexual because what you're really advocating is i want to be if i'm in a relationship with a woman who wants to be treated as an equal then she's a dude that's what you're saying and i like no i actually like uh i actually do want to treat my woman as an equal because this is a partnership um and 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 it doesn't have to mean everything like well i can lift 100 pounds she should be able to lift 100 pounds but there's equality in all kinds of different types of partnership but then also um i don't want to hit my woman and i don't want a woman that hits me like what that's not healthy in in itself and there's no way that that means equality no and my thing is this we talked about this before and something that really really makes me upset why does everybody think that when it especially when it comes to feminism and a lot of people associate equal pay equal rights and all that shit the feminism nah women just want to don't want to be considered second ass citizens no more that's what that is and yeah. and, and the problem that i have with it Feminism does not mean that you don't have traditional values, per se. A lot of people think when you go feminism, a lot of people just automatically associate that with being gay. They automatically associate that that with man bashing. They automatically associate that with with you just want to run the world. And sometimes that's not so. I could be a feminism and believe in gay rights and believe in...
believe in birth control and believe in having kids and be happily married and all this shit too. It, it, there should not have to be, or it should, I should not be forced to have a separation in this. Also, getting hit should not be any part of a relationship man or woman i know it's so like for him to be like well you want to be equal then you should be able to get hit too it's like hit too in addition to who you know what i mean like in addition to who dog like that nobody should be getting hit period in a relationship so you know i don't know i think niggas feel like they're making profound statements but it's like that barbershop logic where Mm. It, you know, it's cool while you're in a locker room full of dudes and y'all going, yeah, yeah right man. on, brother. But then the second that you're like, yeah, now let's uh go on a first. Like I said, I was getting to my example. If you're on a first date with a woman, right, you know, this guy goes out, he takes a chick out. He, first of all, he's not going, yeah, uh, first of all, first thing you need to know. I'm going to need uh, you to pay for this meal because this is an equal world now. Okay. Uh, second thing, uh, if ever you step out of line, I'm going to punch in your motherfucking face because uh, you want to be equal. And uh, that's equality is me punching you in the face. That's that's how we equal. Now, you can make the same pay as me, go to the same, all the same rights, but I get to punch you in the face. Do we have a deal? That dude will never get pussy. And that's that's, why I think he's lying. When he's like, these dudes that express these views are really just more like venting. Because in real life, they won't say this shit. It's kind of cowardly. And it's really sad because, you know, there's women that date dudes who say shit like this that have no fucking idea because these dudes would never fucking say that to their face. Ever. And they're not going to defend Chris Brown whenever the shit comes up. They're, you know, they're going to call in anonymously to a podcast. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. And, 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 and the most fucked up shit, I don't know about nobody else, but when, you know, I don't, I don't want you to punch me in the face and tell my girl that's fucked. That, that's right. the last thing I want to do. It's so sexy, Karen. You know, that's the kind of woman I need. That black eye, ooh, that turns me on. That busted lip, girl, come here. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, all right. Next voicemail. Had to fuck it all up. Um, 
yeah, uh, yeah, I, I've enjoyed Boardwalk Empire this, this, this year. And, um, the last episode was ridiculous. Uh, my man Richard Harrow went on like a, a 10 kill death streak. And, um, I think Did he, he called his points. Yeah, I think he called in a nuke at the end and, uh, it closed the entire level. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I've enjoyed Boardwalk. Uh, it got a little slow in the middle, got a little too relationshipy, I think for a while but that's kind of always been part of it but the only thing i will say i didn't appreciate was it felt like nucky was still sort of learning the same thing he was supposed to learn season two um but uh i guess it's a little bit different because season two it felt more like he was trying to get out of the game and season three was that he can't get out of the game but the end lesson is still kind of you got to get your hands dirty. You got to do this. But anyway, I still enjoyed it. I thought it was a uh, great storytelling. And I do like the relationship between Chalky and Nucky and uh, just black people in general, because it's not so uh, I thought the first season, it was a little too much where they were trying to be like and they do this with a lot of those period pieces where it's like the protagonist also happens to be above racism. It's like, well, it's fucking, you know, eighteen sixty five. Why would yeah. why would he be the one white man that, <laughs> yeah, that's that, above it? That's already past that. He's, I'm so off racism. That shit's so long ago. Me and slaves is best friends. So <laughs> um Yeah, I, I I just think that um I would actually I, pref- I I like the way that they diagram it out where yeah, he doesn't there is a sub like black people are below me thing to it and I like that. Um so yeah, uh, but yeah, fuck Duke. Next uh, voicemail. Uh, actually, I gotta cue up the music because uh, y'all know who it is. Nigga, man, how, what, what, how the fuck I'm supposed to go and find the episode in the minute mark so I can put my shit in for the Tippy Awards and shit? Are you crazy? Are you fucking mad? I remember all this. Do y'all know how many goddamn shows y'all done fucking did? Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? Fuck this. Okay. She hold my nominations for the shit. For the shit. Right. Okay. Um. Dumbest shit ever said on your show? Bill. Whatever the fuck episode that was. Whatever the minute mark was. Bill. That's the dumbest shit. Okay. Ever said on your show. Okay. Um. Best carry moment, all of them, okay? Best uh, rod moment, when you was a pimp, when you was like in your pimp voice, doing the pimp shit, okay, fine. Best show was, goddamn it, what that shit was called? Uh, Simpin' Saturday? Yeah, that that was the shit, that was the shit, okay? Best chill moment, none of them. This ain't my shit, it's y'all shit. Y'all the shit, nigga. Fuck that. I'm not even vote for no best chill moment. Ain't none, goddammit. We call listen to y'all motherfucking ass. You know, this, I love y'all anyway, but think about me. Alright, um, best, uh, best guest. Hmm. Got this. Tell you what, let's fast forward through that. Worst guess, that damn chick who was on when y'all had that, 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 that show about, what's the name of that goddamn show? 
girls. Her. Miss Fortune 500. Miss want to hog the whole goddamn shit up. Don't want to let you talk in this show shit. And what the fuck? All she did was talk about Diddy and who she know. Motherfucker, who the fuck you know? You don't know no damn body. Let motherfuckers all talk the shit. You know, you don't know what I'm talking about. And you had to fight with her to get a word out on your own shit. Yeah, she can suck a dick. And y'all know I mean it. I don't take women to suck no dick at all. She can still suck a dick. That's real talk. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm done. Alright? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not done. Uh, there's a guess. Wow. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Pill for me if I don't know. Alright? That's is that a choice? Cause I don't know a choice. Okay, if it is, pill for me in. Alright? Hey! Black Yahoo Dim Nation! One love. Peace out. Alright, the saddest thing about that voicemail is none of that shit counts. It's not on the thread on the blackoutist.com. So, uh, <laughs> as I'm not accepting phone calls, emails, Twitter, uh, Facebook, theblackoutist.com. <laughs> there you go. That's how you can do it. That's the easiest way and the but only at least fucking we way. I know how you feel. But yeah, at least you got your feelings out there. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, right. Best feedback, caller. Okay, you know I gotta go up my boy Owens, my, my boy Owens, right? Okay, but he don't call enough, so I don't guess he gonna do it. So if I can't say Owens, I'm a pink smooth criminal. God damn it! How many of y'all out there go sit here and tell me y'all were tripping out first time smooth criminal called and told you every crime he committed in the goddamn book, huh? How many of y'all gonna sit here and y'all don't know what's up? Yeah, 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 y'all act like y'all don't know what's up, man. Okay, right. Uh, yeah. Small criminal? Right, right, right. Okay, uh, best official person of the show? Man, come on, man. The smell of dawn, man. Professor LCA. And Professor LCA, where the hell you been? What the hell? Lady, you ain't sitting no. Where the hell you been? Uh, it's December, okay? I know I can only count to ten, okay? But I know it's been more than six months. Hey, you way past overdue, Miss Lady. You way past overdue, man. Is that redundant? Way past overdue? Ain't passing overdue pretty much the same? God damn, what the fuck you been, Miss Lady? Huh? Yeah. Okay, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, official smiling dog. That, that's it. That's it. She the official person of the show. Okay, um, best guess, uh, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, it's a, it's a tandem, actually. I'm gonna have to go with, uh, Nick the Jew and R.T. the Edgy. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with them. I'm, I'm really gonna have to go with them. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's real talk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me see. I think that's it. I really think that's it. Okay, so, uh, best, uh, donator to the show, uh, what's, dude, what's dude's name from Cross the Water? M. Gray? M. A. Gray. And y'all thought his name was, y'all thought it was Macy Gray? Him. Yeah, he's the best donator, he's the best contributor to the show. Okay, look, he sends the most money to the show. The best person who sends the most money to the show, him, him, he is Gray. An yeah, that's who that is. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I think I'm done next. All right, those are my nominations. All right. <laughs> 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 hey, Jay, don't kill 
me, man. Hey, had to have a drink, man. I had a rough day today, man. I had a rough day, and I'm gonna have to give a drink, it, man, because I got to lose fifty fucking pounds, man. Uh-oh. Oh my god, man, this is just gonna be horrible. Boy, I'm gonna be hell to deal with. Woo! I've been having one for the road, one for the road. <laughs> it's all good. Thank out who just thank you. One love. <laughs> Chill is making up her own category. <laughs> don't even matter. It's, it don't even. Oh God! <clears throat> All right, last chill voicemail. Hey, Mr. Jackson. Ooh, I didn't mean to forget you, cause you be giving a lot of money to the show too. So <laughs> I nominate you too. You and him, Greg, gonna have to um share that award. Know what I'm saying? Okay. Um. Nomination for my favorite color. I nominate the color blue. Black is obvious. Ha, know what I'm ha. saying? Uh, my favorite food, collard greens, macaroni and cheese. Even though I can't eat them no damn more, but they still my favorite damn food. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Ribs is a close third. That's real third. That's, that's real talk. It is. It's a real close third, man. Or would that be second? Because the collard greens and macaroni and cheese are kind of like tied. Mm-hmm. It's like 1A, 1B. So I guess the ribs would be a close second. Or third, depending on how you look at it. Right? Okay. My favorite shoe, brand new shoe, Nike. You know, I used to be a Fila chick back in the day. I used to have every damn pair of Fila. But, you know, now, you know, that was like 20 years ago. You know, Fila ain't shit no more. So my favorite brand of shoe, Nike. All right. Um... My favorite uh kind of car, uh, fuck that shit. I, I, I don't fuck that. It, cars really ain't my thing. I, as long as the motherfucker running and got AC, that's that's all we care about down here and shit. Um, my favorite size titty, okay, <clears throat> is a C cup, okay, flash. Little bitty D cup, like like the littlest D cup you could get. But my favorite size titty is a C slash little D cup. Okay, I I can get that. You know what I'm saying? I can ride with that this shit. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh yeah, and uh, the most important thing, uh, my favorite strap on, right? <laughs> it's the one I got, right? Is it's like black harness, right? You know, like like that, like that, that, that's that real shit. Like it's got some leather straps to it and shit. You know, that's the real thing, like you know, on a motorcycle and shit, right? And what did you do? Like you kind of like just slide a dick up in it, in and kind of like screw it up in there. It's this man is tight, dark man. You know what I'm saying? And the dick is black, not black. But it looked like black dangling. It ain't like the color black. You know, it's just like a black dangling, right? And it's fat and it's nine inches long. That's my favorite strap on. Alright? Alright then. Y'all marinate on that. Alright? Black out who's up next? What love? Oh yeah, I'm gonna forget. And my favorite liquor is brandy. That's my nominations, okay? That's my nomination for the Tipsy Awards, okay? Thank you. All right, then. Y'all have a good one. Black out who does nation. One love. Peace out. <sighs> God. Um, so, yeah, that's her nominations for the awards that she has made up in her mind. So, if you didn't get one, you need to contact her and let her know that um you were snubbed. 
uh, because she made up at least like 75% of them awards. Okay. Yeah, she showed everybody love. Yeah, so everybody got some love. And uh, Professor LCH, I suggest you show up for a I'm looking for you. Uh, next voicemail. Hey, guys, it's Ellen Collin. Just wanted to uh, say it's great episodes this week. I uh, just uh, got done listening to Morgan P. Campbell. Man, he's cool. I like that guy. Cool sports writer from uh, Canada. I didn't know they made any of those. <laughs> uh, second of all, uh, Mr. Rod, control chill. Are you serious, man? Mm-hmm. Control chill. I do. Okay, first of all, my co-host is another country away. She's down in Florida. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, um, second of all, your co-host sits right next to you, lives in the same house with you, is married to you, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't hear you controlling her too much there, uh, Rod, <laughs> sir. But, um, you know, come on. Like, really? Uh, what am I gonna do? Like, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, sneak down there and, and spike a brandy with Ambien, and give her some Brambian or whatever. Like, that's a good idea. I just don't see that working out. Uh, on top of which, you know, like, uh, I, I don't see myself being able to control chill. The best I'm gonna be able to do is troll chill. So that's my plan. Uh, I have, uh, some, uh, irons in the fire on that one. Don't you worry. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to just thank Miss Karen. It's uh, so awesome, uh, the support uh, I've been getting lately. Um, really, really great. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh call my stepmother for some cooking advice. So I don't know what to do with the turkey or whatever. I'll just, uh, just uh, hit Karen up for a little bit of podcast advice, and she always... Uh, me straight and it's really awesome and i appreciate that um i also wanted to say operation silent darkness i don't think i said it before but man that is the funniest fucking thing in a long time that i've heard like that was <laughs> that was just awesome uh congratulations on that I, I just thought that was some of your funniest shit yet and uh, i wanted to know is there any follow-up like it's a month later or so and uh oh yeah you know, uh who's still mad and uh maybe uh talk about that because uh, that's always hilarious when you do that so anyways um thanks a lot for taking my long call last time i called in i appreciate it it won't happen again um and uh you know timers and notes people that's all i'm saying timers and notes it's not not that hard to do it's everybody's <laughs> life easier anyways uh take it easy guys black out take it easy. oh so we got both halves of uh the the taste like fried, fried chicken, chicken podcast up in here um and yeah i've been listening to the show too and uh yeah you got a control chill um and you're saying i don't ah. control karen this is karen under control y'all guys have no idea what it would be like if she wasn't i know right good grief y'all remember when she was calling people chinks and shit i know what i'm doing okay you look that tiger in the eye and you say mine richard parker that's what you say ah. <laughs> um but yeah, so, uh, you gotta, you gotta tame chill, man. You got, she calling up here out of control, making up her own awards. Uh, th- you the one that chose her to go into podcasting with, so at this point it's your responsibility. And, uh, it's all on you, so, um. And, uh, the follow up to, uh, um, to, to Outburst of Silent Darkness. Uh, every, it's funny, uh, I had people on the internet call me disgusting and, uh, say it was nothing funny about my, my email and, all this other shit, but um, every last one of my friends that I saw in real life about it, uh, thought it was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, they all congratulated me as far as making them laugh, but keep in mind they don't 
care about the podcast. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, it's just funny because it's like, you know, the podcast would be like the greatest thing in the world to some people. I'm like, yeah, Mark Marin gave us a shout out. Like, it's fucking crazy. And then you go to the pot, to the bar and it's just like, oh man, that thing you wrote on Facebook was funny. And, you know, it's funny to them because it's on my personal Facebook page, but, to y'all it's funny because it got 5,000 views in one night on Facebook, the Blackout Tips page. So it's like a completely different level of like whatever. But, uh, no, it was funny. I saw the other two black people zoom and, chi- uh, zoom and, um, ah! chill wheel were there. And, uh, we just sat around making jokes about, uh, all the white people that night. And, uh, we had a good time at eating wings. So yeah, man, it, it was cool, man, to, uh, to, to get out there and, uh, talk to the people that actually were named in the vo- in the uh, email which is also funny because i think a lot of people think i made up all the shit about sending it uh, i sent that that that's not like none of that like, <laughs> yeah none of that was a joke yeah i think people go oh ron has created these fictional white friends and no, he makes all these jokes about no, them all the shit i tell y'all about i do yeah, those people are real people. <laughs> yeah. So I sent that real email. And uh as far as I know, they all understood it was a joke. Um all right, next voice Hey Rod, here. The Bourbon Negro again. Uh the Bourbon Negro. Yeah, I hear you guys talk about Chick fil A all the time. I'm out here in uh Southern California. Fuck Chick fil A. I've been to Chick fil A before out here in California. I don't know what the deal is in uh, the South. But the shit is garbage. The shit is unseasoned. It is not spicy. Like fucking flat chicken on fucking bread made into a sandwich. I don't know what the fuck Southern people like about it. I knew a guy from Oklahoma who told oh, how great Chick-fil-A is. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, fuck Chick-fil-A. And I'm not saying that because they, the CEO said some shit about homosexuals. I'm saying the shit because as West Coast people, fuck Chick-fil-A. All right. Enjoy your show. You guys have a nice day. Peace. What 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 did Chick-fil-A do to you, sir? Listen, I'm not going to say anything bad about that, man, because that's going to cause some poor woman to get beat up because uh, this nigga can't control his emotions as, as evidence in the past. Uh, so, yeah, I like here's the thing. I like Chick-fil-A and you don't. Mm-hmm. There you go. The end. And it's OK. Tastes good to me. And uh, that's it. You know, but glad. Thanks for calling and getting your opinion out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world needed to know that you personally don't like Chick-fil-A and uh, that you love to beat women. So uh, you can be the official abuser of the show. How about that? Good morning, Ryan and Darren. This is Stephen Richards. Um, you know, I, I listened to the show the other day, and I just wanted to let you guys know uh, I ain't made no harm when I was calling with old John Boy. We was just... Uh, we was just talking noise, and we really like your show, man. Uh, and Miss Miss Karen, well, you know that didn't mean any offense to anybody. Oh, we love you, I sir. I just wanted to apologize, call and apologize for that. And I'm a little bit behind on the show. I wasn't able to catch up this week, but anyway, I just wanted to wish you guys a not a happy Saturday, and uh, hopefully, I can get your feedback show today. But you guys have a good night. Thank you. Oh man, 
uh, we knew you were just you didn't mean nothing by it, man. Yeah, we love you, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Richards, don't feel bad, dog. It's completely fine. Uh, I was actually just informing you so that you wouldn't mess around, say that around, so other black people yeah. get fucked up. Yeah, because that's, yeah, that's what friends do. That's what friends do, sir. Yeah, real friends don't hit their white friends. They tell them, "Hey, man." Don't say that shit. It's not appropriate. If you say around somebody else, you might get fucked up. That's what real black friends do. So get you some black friends. I got a white friend that dressed as Mr. Hanky for Christmas one day. And uh, if you guys know anything about the character Mr. Hanky on South Park, he wears a Christmas hat and he's made of poo. So he made his face brown. So he looked like a white dude in blackface with a christmas hat on and i was the only one that had to tell him that is horribly fucking racist and inappropriate don't ever let me see you do this shit again and also somebody else might have fucked you up that's friendship people. i know it's so all right <clears throat> we got emails i guess i'll open up the phone line 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 and uh let's check out some of these emails we got uh this one's called chris brown Lionel wrote this one. Um, I can't believe Chris Brown still, it's still controversial to say fuck Chris Brown. Like that, not, not even on some like this guy's disagreeing with us, but just that people would still like feel like that something needs to be said about it this long. Like, mm-hmm. cause even I'm like, like whenever I talk about it, it's always like, I thought everyone understood fuck this nigga. You know, like I didn't play it, but Gabby left like a five or six minute voicemail just to, like defending Chris Brown and like why uh, he was like Michael Vick uh, or people could forgive mm-hmm. Michael Vick, but not Chris Brown and how it was kind of the same to her and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't have six minutes of anything to say about Chris Brown other than fuck him. I said that again. Like really is like, are we, are we at such a loss that we have to defend beating a woman now? Like, are we at that point where we need to come up with, the 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 ways that it is justified and when it is okay and you know when we see these situations like i don't understand that mentality it's just simply don't hit women don't hit each other don't hit people in relationships the fucking end like what the fuck is going on in y'all's relationships where you have to physically assault somebody like control your fucking weak ass emotions man like, you are a weak motherfucker if you are putting your hands on a woman. That's it. There's no two ways about the shit, dog. You are a weak motherfucker, dude. Like, if, like, cause, cause, and I'm not even talking about, well, you know, she was coming at me with a knife. Y'all niggas will try to bring up that situation, but that's not the ones we end up talking about. No. It's always, she went to my pocket. She found condoms in the yeah, car. She cooked my eggs wrong. I punched the bitch in the face. Right. That's more, the majority of the violence against women that we're talking about, um, and not even bringing up sexual assault. So, we're talking about that and you want to bring up the couple of times when it might be okay. Well, if she had a gun and I had to get it out of hand, we're not talking about that. We're talking about, uh, I don't appreciate you looking at my MySpace page. It's 2012. Get out, get on Facebook and then you punch it in the face. Like, no, that's not acceptable. Nope. And like, fuck that, man. And women aren't fucking dudes. They aren't dudes. And if you want to fuck dudes, go fuck some dudes. And go punch each other in the stomach afterwards and have a bromance. But I'm not fucking dudes. So I don't want to fucking hit anybody I'm in a relationship with, number one. But number two, is there's no fucking thing in my mind where it's like, you want to be a man so much, I got to pick you down the side. Like, what the fuck is wrong with your weak-ass emotions? 
You just challenged by the fact that they want to be treated like a fucking equal. Like That's what I told you, how is that a challenge to your masculinity? It's, like it's it's it's. Ah, I swear it's gotta be Drake or and, something. And, and the thing what the fuck is, is, wrong with these niggas? I, I think a, a lot of men have a lot of insecurity and have a lot of issues with women. And you know what? My thing is this. I think a lot of times some men think just because they have a dick, you are superior. We're not superior. We're equals. Well, they think it's not about having a dick. They are men on the whole are physically stronger than women. Yes, they are. Period. That that's what it is about. Really. It's, I can, I can do this to you and I want to remind you that I can do this to you at any point in time. Even dudes that never intend to put their hands on women, a lot of them are still on some like, but they need to understand that I'm the man cause I'll fuck you up. And it's like, what, what part of your weak ass emotions is that? What is really? that? I don't have it. I do not have it. I have never been in discussion with a woman, even a woman who's like cussing me the fuck out. I have never been like, I could just fucking choke your ass cause you a woman. Like, I don't think like that, but it's a big part of a lot of dudes makeup. It's just not mine. I just, I can't relate. And I can't defend fucking Chris Brown anymore and I can defend R. Kelly or any of these other motherfuckers. Like, people comparing Mike Vick and Chris Brown. Mike, Mike Vick has been to prison. Yes, sir. Jail time. He's shown contrition. Like this, you know, this, this is a dude that, that actually had, like, you're, like, it's, what he did was heinous and ridiculous and I never have defended, uh, Michael Vick fucking fighting dogs. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think, even if it's a cultural thing, I think it's ridiculous. Um, you should not be doing that. But, um, and it's disgusting the way he put down dogs and mutilated them and all kinds of shit. Um, but at the same time, if we're just talking about the way society works, if a motherfucker shows contrition and pays for their crimes, then they get a second chance. It's the rule. It just happens. You don't got to like it. You can still say, fuck this nigga. Chris Brown ain't never do that. So stop comparing them to. It's not the same. No, it is not. Still be the woman. And the only thing to me that I take from that fucking, uh, when people equate that, is that for a lot of y'all, dogs are more important than women. Of course they are. Like, you fucking, yes. but he fucked up uh, some dogs. Like, he fucked up, Chris Brown fucked up a human being. Right! But he, but this dude fucked up several dogs. Like, yeah, well, okay, I, I don't. You can't relate. even talk. <laughs> I can't yeah. relate to you yeah, right we, now. We can't talk. We, we can't have a discussion. Like, no one of these dudes went to jail for fucking up dogs, and you still mad? The other dude hasn't spent a, a second inside the clink and beat up a woman, and we all know about it. And instead, we're trying to make sure he has he wins a Grammy or gets a celebrated album, and he has a team full of young girls on Twitter like applauding this nigga why are we comparing these two things not Um, the same anyway so he says uh what's going on rod and karen i just wanted to weigh in on the listener who called asking why people haven't moved on beyond being angry at chris brown first when a person commits wrong towards a person or towards people the wrongdoer doesn't get to decide when the necessary amount of contrition has been shown i think that chris brown's and chris brown and his backer chris brown and his backer's biggest problem I don't understand what you mean by that. It's like he and they have come to the conclusion. Oh, he thinks that that is yes. the problem, biggest problem that they don't. He hasn't shown any contrition or mm-hmm. or he's shown the right amount. And everybody needs to let it go. 
I like he it's like he and they have come to the conclusion that it's time to move on instead of showing the type of contrition that suggests that he's really sorry about what he's done and he's regretful about the impact that his actions had and his constituencies. I put it on in the context of when you get a DUI. When you get a DUI, you don't get to decide when enough time has passed for the legal system, employers, etc., to forget about it. The court gives you steps that you take before you trust before they trust you with the license again. Some employers that have jobs that require a person to drive require a certain amount of time between employment and the DUI before you will get a job. So if people can understand that, I don't know how they can't understand that people still don't give a still don't fuck with him because he hasn't done anything to show that he's really aware of the impact of what he's done. Uh, secondly, yeah, especially when I'm sorry, man, but especially when he has a throng full of like young ass female like followers that call themselves Team Breezy, like it's fucking disturbing. Like, what? Are, who are the parents of Team Breezy? So, like, hey, that's what I want to know. Hey, mom, someone's talking bad about how Chris Brown beats people. I'm gonna go on Twitter all day and tell the, that person to kill themselves. Like, yeah, I feel like some lessons got missed right here. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I think it's a very real distinction between Michael Vick and Chris Brown because Michael Vick served 18 months in federal prison for his crime. Chris Brown didn't do a day in jail. Not saying, uh, not, not saying I'm mad that he didn't go to jail, but I do believe that not having to serve time and really being able to jump right back into his routine had a bearing on the way he hasn't felt a need to show some real public remorse. But maybe that's just me. Anyways, my people, enjoy your Saturday peace. Yeah, another thing people mm-hmm. forgot about with the Mike Vick shit is that, um, Mike Vick wasn't sorry at first. Mm-mm, no, he was not. Yeah, he was. That nigga showed up to uh, Falcons like dinner with the uh, with the do rag on and everything on some like this ain't shit and uh, it'll be fine and lied to the commissioner, lied to the police. He thought he wasn't going to jail. Yeah, like this nigga was sorry after he had to pay and and lost a lot of shit. Yeah, and and at the same time, like I said, I get that people still don't fuck with him, but I just. Uh, I feel like uh, he actually did pay and lose some things and show contrition yes, he did. and did the right things. And if you don't want to fuck with him, you just don't. You're never yeah. going to. Chris Brown ain't lost millions and billions of dollars, contract endorsements and none of that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Justin Ratchet Stan saunas cure hangovers from our girl Nikki Nixon. Hey, Rod and Karen. Disclosure. I'm too lazy to proofread this email. All right. Ha! <laughs> It's Nikki from Arizona. I've been meaning to write in for over a month. I've just been busy, so here it goes. One, the story you told in Arizona about the pregnant lady attacking her husband for not voting. Uh, what that happened in the city I live in, it doesn't surprise me that someone would do that. The city I live in is about 90%, 10%. Other, so 90% white, 10% other, I guess. Mm-hmm. I have been out shopping and seen white people get out there Chrysler 300 and walk around barefoot. And no, this ain't a hick town. This is just one of the most expensive suburbs outside of Phoenix, uh, besides Scottsdale. It's just white privilege. Uh, it's just a white privileged area. Wow. Number two, I told my husband that I'm going to be the official groupie stand for Justin. I was like, yeah, she is married. I didn't say nothing because. <laughs> You know, I seen it on Twitter. I was like, hey, you know what? Whatever you do is in privacy of your home. I don't know what kind of marriage you got. If you want to be talking about Justin's lips and shit, I hope your husband doesn't listen to the show. That's what I was thinking. Uh, she says she's going to be the official just stand for Justin because he is so ratchet and I love it. I just need to understand why he would lie on Chick-fil-A like that. If I'm going to be a groupie slash stand for Justin, he needs to stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, this is for Karen. Rod, stop reading. Let Karen read for once. She, first of all, nigga, this is not a privilege to read this <laughs> shit. 
This is a fucking job. I would love for Karen to read all the fucking emails, voicemail, <laughs> all this shit. I would love it. Okay? Because Karen runs this shit, and she's the one chilling, laughing, and responding to y'all. And she, I guarantee she don't have Gmail up on her thing. She's not mm-hmm. logged into this account. Mm-mm. She's not She's not even prepared to read this shit. Y'all got to understand how the fucking inner workings of a show go. It's not that simple to just be like, hey, why don't you read this one? No. So stop fucking up my flow. <laughs> killing my motherfucking vibe. Uh, Rod, stop reading. Let Karen read for once. I know she can read because she went to school to be a teacher. Then again, she decided not to be a teacher. Maybe she can't read. Anywho. <laughs> girl, the sauna is what's up, Karen. The sauna is not only f- good f- for muscles and your skin, but also for hangovers. Well, Karen's yeah. never had a hangover, I don't think. Mm-mm. Yeah, so. I don't know if that helps Karen at all. If you have a hangover, go sit in the sauna for about 10 to 15 minutes while sipping on some Gatorade. It helps your body sweat out the toxins and all the bad stuff from the alcohol. The Gatorade puts back in good electrolytes. After that, you're ready to go. Yeah, all you got to do is get up, get in the car, and drive to the gym with a hangover. Ah. So, it's a pretty good plan. Pretty don't good get plan. that DUI. Yeah. <laughs> and while your head is hurting, horns are blinking. Ugh. Hangovers are the worst. Um, just something that I observed from Del Frano. I was tweeting this while it was happening and thought I'd share with the Blackout Test Nation. I was in the emergency room waiting area yesterday because someone in my family was ill. I don't know if you recall, but I was born in the Dominican Republic, raised in the DMV, but I now reside in North Miami. Yeah, old Florida. Anyways. <laughs> I'm on, I'm in the waiting room with some family members and this dude walks in and you, with some family members and this dude walks in. You can tell he was a native. Green low top converse, no socks, green shorts, purple shirt with the green polo horse and a full, mouth full of gold teeth. He comes up in that piece holding two big ass bags of Popeyes up above his head like old dog held up them bags of cheeseburgers after he beat up that crackhead and menaced to society. Ah. <laughs> um. Waiting on the other side of the room with a big ass smile with, was a fluffy white chick with her hair still in a wrap, wearing a dress matching his outfit with more tats oh. on her neck and faced in Little Wayne. Wow. These niggas proceed to go to the children's play area and sit at the, I don't know any way to describe it, kids' toy table. It's yeah. a little table with little ass chairs. They mm-hmm. knock all the Legos and shit off the table, spread their chickens and biscuits <gasps> all over the place. They they had no shame, gave zero fucks. The one child that was sitting there got called over by his mom. Mm-hmm. I, I guess she didn't want ah! him to get grease and chicken crumbs all over her. Uh, now I'm looking around at all the other folks in the waiting room, which is a sprinkle of white folks, Spanish and black, and they're either chili graping these niggas or don't see anything out of the order. Out of ordinary. I'm fucking tripping. Do y'all ever get embarrassed by other black folks and try to disassociate yourself from overly ratchet scenarios? How would y'all react in that situation? Just watching Amazement like I did or not even really knows because it ain't a big deal. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Anyways, that's all I got. Del Frano. He didn't even put Banff at the end. Uh, and it's, I like his signature. It says, sent for my MacBook Pro with Retina display. Yes, I am flossing. Uh, <laughs> so Karen, uh, what would, do you ever get embarrassed by stuff like this in public with black people? I just look, it, it's just, just funny to me. Like, when me and Roger got out, we got this thing, we like cut eyes at each other. Yeah. And we see shit going on, and it's just hey, hilarious. But, yeah, uh, yeah that that mom was like, uh, baby, I, I don't want them smack you with this chicken. Get away from them. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I don't get embarrassed by that kind of shit anymore. So, I don't know if that makes me. me. 
I don't know if that makes me less black or more, but I really don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that. But I stopped letting uh, what other niggas is doing make me feel ashamed oh, a minute ago. Like, it's just hilarious. Yeah. Like, if it's more, like, as a joke premise, completely fine. Mm-hmm. As real life premise, fuck no. That nigga ain't got shit to do with me. I'm black and I'm also an individual. Deal with it, white America. I'm not seeing myself like that. Ah, I know it's so. That's how niggas talk themselves out of raises and shit. Well, other niggas be wearing uh, fucking Carl Canada work. I can't, you know, they ain't getting no raise. I'm black too. Like nigga, you don't, I don't, I don't do that shit. That work hard. Mm-hmm. That's his. That's his. That's his money. Fucking my money up? No. Uh, black Santa. This is uh, from a man in the bleachers, Mike Felder. Rod and Karen. I'm nominating Larian for best guest because that dude is the best. Although I'm a big fan of all the guests in general, I also I nominate nominate myself for like the 50th best guest. So championship. Ah, playoffs. Uh, first of all, this isn't a response to the thread, so this don't count. Just I have to learn y'all niggas. <laughs> Emails, voicemails, and shit. We had a specific set of instructions, and y'all was like, "Fuck them instructions." I'm gonna be sending my shit carrier pigeon, and uh, you gonna deal with it. Snail mail. I'm not remembering any of this. As for believing in Santa, I was a smart one who figured it out early and fucked up things for my classmates. But even before then, my mom was making it clear that the presents came from them, except for one. We got a gift from Santa. It went unwrapped and just appeared on Christmas morning. The rest was from mom and dad, from grandma, etc. I will say this, though, since my mom's a Christmas nut for decorations, there was no doubt in my mind that Santa was definitely black. We had black Santas all over the house and we only listened to Soul Christmas. So basically I never ever, I never even heard a white Christmas music until after college when I didn't live at home and I was exposed to these terrible songs. Oh my God, white Christmas music is the worst. <laughs> oh, they play that shit in our bathroom now yes. at work. Nigga. White people, how do y'all, how do y'all deal with that shit? I can't. Oh, I'll be pissing fast as shit. I'll be pissing hard. Like, some let me just get the fuck out of here. Terrible. Some yeah. of it I can hang with, but some of it you be like, oh my gosh, you kidding me? Yeah, there's no soul to that shit, mm-hmm. man. It's just routine too. It's, it's it honestly, <laughs> it, it sounds like someone picking on white people that yes. makes those songs. Like someone Boot is off the red nose reindeer. Yeah, not a very shiny nose. It literally, it sounds like a, a parody from a comedian who is like, and white people do Christmas like this. It, that, that's what the ah! fucking title of white Christmas music should sound like. White people do Christmas like this. Because it, it's fucking horrible, man. I don't know how anyone is listening to that shit, man. And it, and the thing is, in ours, they have like these whimsical ass like remixes and shit. So it's not just yes. a song. It's like, mm. it's like sound effects and like different choruses and shit. And it's even worse. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. It's, like, like I said, man, like it was a like lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Here we go now. Like, come on, man. What are y'all doing, dude? Ah, oh, anyway, sorry. I just, I rather listen to boys and men Christmas album than that shit. Let it snow. <laughs> yeah, like black Christmas album song, like you can still get some pussy that Christmas. <laughs> I know. Let it snow. Yeah, like the pussy is the gift under the tree. Yes. For black Christmas album, I don't know. Yes. Fire's raising. Right. So we can fuck right here. <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> 
of the stone. That's my jam right there. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't know how they do it. Also, this Christmas, like I grew up with. Yes, and this Christmas will yeah. be. Yeah, that's why I grew up. Um, a very special Christmas for me. Yes. Yeah. I, so bum, 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 bum. you know what? And and that right there is that Saturday morning music. That it Saturday is morning like uh, music. Let me play some for for all the white people that never heard this shit. You're sound like he about to get some pussy of that course. is way better who would fucking listen to ring ting tangling to <laughs> this lovely weather force lay right together, together with you. you like oh who's fucking with that dude i i don't know man i oh god this is i'm, I'm gonna pick a random white christmas let it snow version i don't even i haven't even heard this yet guys just this just look like some white people shit let me see what is the jazz version? I guess terrible. Now you picked the jazz record, sir. Now this Diane Reeves. I don't think she black, white, white. Oh no! Trying to find some white people. The weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Even see, even this sister, I feel like she's gonna be fucking after this this song. Like, yes, I don't know. Reason, go get some hot cocoa. Let us know so we can have sex. (laughs) All right. What about this dude? Who's this? (laughs) They sped the beat up. Oh man! This not like some shit they be playing at the ice skate ring where everybody be skating <laughs> around with all their kids falling because they can't skate. I feel like that dude was black, but he's not getting any pussy either. That's terrible. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Yes, hey, I'm say you want to go old school? Didn't they have like old school um, OJ's music and all that stuff? Yes. Yeah. Lo- let uh, us let us know. Is such a rapey ass song anyway? Like the regular version. It's like oh, oh that uh James Brown talking about, uh, uh Santa Claus don't go by the ghetto. Yeah, that's different too. All right, let's listen to this guy's version. He's he looks white. Weather outside is frightful. He sound like he got more soul than some of that other stuff I be hearing at the dentist's office. <laughs> in the elevator, I would be pissing so fast to this in the bathroom. Like I just need to get out of here. Yes, no, I, I can't hang in here. I can't rock to this music while I take a piss in the bathroom. Oh my god, man! Anyway, sound like some music. Jump off Every the time I walk too. in there, it's, and it's always a version I never heard. It's just it's like they whitened that shit up. Maybe it's just the whitest Christmas mix ever or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so ridiculous, man. Um, all right. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, 
do you guys um do you guys drink much wine if so head over to harris teeter they got a mix and match cases on sale 20 percent off through the weekend i got a case 12 bottles seven chardonnay two calves two proseccos and one champagne for original 116 dollars on and sale for 80 dollars well, I don't drink that much wine of anything, but um, Shit, that much wine lasts me for two years. Yeah, we don't drink wine like that. Uh, not at least not that much at a time. Like we got, we had a fan a long time ago send us some wine, and we just finished that shit off. Like yeah, he last said it like month. last year. Yeah. yeah, and I he said he was gonna send us some more. He never got back to me, but. I uh, appreciate his interest anyway. That was some good-ass wine. It was. Uh, football season is over, and I've never been more thrilled. Got a weekend full of awesome shit like drinking and hanging out and drinking and drinking while I get my drink on. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, man, uh, speaking of the alcohol thing, y'all be careful what y'all cook with, man. You can't just cook with any alcohol, okay? Karen mm-hmm. was about to use cracking to marinate some food. I was like, nigga, that's my cracking. I drinks that. Waste that shit on a chicken, but 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 the thing is, is that whenever you cook alcohol, I don't. I mean, my thing is, if you ain't gonna drink it, don't put it in your food. It's terrible because you don't like then the don't, way it taste. Then don't cook with alcohol here, because I've cooked with alcohol I wasn't gonna drink, and it's been perfectly fine. And you ate it and enjoyed it. I just didn't tell you. <laughs> so that's probably because I drink it. I don't know. It was wine that was sitting in there that I bought. It was unopened. And mm-hmm. nobody else had drank any, so it had to be some Moscato. I like Moscato. It wasn't Moscato, oh. so okay. Anyway, I was in, <laughs> I was in Miami midweek um, this week, and man, I really was like a, it really was like a Family Guy non sequitur. The one where Fox has damn nature, you scary in the generic black voice. <laughs> that was me in Miami. Damn buildings, you're tall. Damn sunrise, you're awesome. Damn restaurant, you're delicious. Basically, I sounded like I was a hillbilly. Love Charlotte, leaving turns me into a barefoot country person, apparently. I didn't know he had ever been out of North Carolina. Me either. Thanks for the eggnog reminder. I won't be doing the Nagasaki, but I will be drinking some Evan Williams bourbon eggnog. That shit is delicious. I hate that shit. Oh, we tried that. I can't yeah. rock with that. Mm-mm, I need it, it. I don't know what it is about it because we tried it at the ABC store. ABC man was like, yeah, this is the top selling one. I was like, mm, mm. Rod, you keep tipping, bro. I know I will. Making the blacks look good is our job. We're like Greg Jennings of Marshawn Lynch uh, or Marshawn Lynch of blacks. We put the team on our back, though. We tell whites like the one who emails you to hold my dick um hold my dick um but yeah uh ah that you know what that that's the only thing i probably do where it's like uh this for black people tipping that's it mm-hmm. and that's really more about me to be quite honest because next time i go to that restaurant they'd be like oh yeah oh uh, they, they remember yeah. us waiters love poppy him a big tipper Mm-hmm. Also, I'm through saying people are people after a race of color. I'm just saying blacks or the whites or the yellows. <laughs> the yellows. Wow. Ah! Shout out to light skin correlation. Nah, I think he's talking about Asian people or something. Oh, my bad. My bad. Wrong, wrong yellows. Because honestly, if someone calls me racist, I could just say I'm friends with plenty of black, plenty of blacks and whites, so I can't be racist. Now go get me some cheese, you crazy white. Peace out, y'all. Ah! Get your drink on. Love my niggas, but where's my bitches? DMX resurrected his get play at Felder's house career with that Rudolph joint. So apparently he's uh, listened to a lot of X lately. Bought to you from Blackberry. Uh, last email of the show. Uh, this is from uh, Michelle from Louisiana. She says, my bad, Rod. 
hey rod and karen it's michelle from louisiana again i just listened to the feedback episode from the other week and i realized that in my nervousness and professing my girl love for karen i just left you out like you wasn't shit my bad <laughs> Rod, I want to let you know that ever since I listened to the After Black episode, something strange about the Johnsons with the rapey son, and you called in and said, worst episode of the Cosby's ever. You've been my nigga ever since. I laughed so hard. I had coffee everywhere. I had to pause the show because I laughed for a minute straight. Sir, you are appreciated. Uh, thank you. That is also my shortest call to, 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 uh, to, black, to After Black ever, too. Yes. They were talking about, I don't know. You just got to find it. That, uh, that was my favorite. That's also one of my favorite calls of them too. Cause like that, is, that was the worst. Um, yeah, you just hug up too. You didn't let them, you didn't, couldn't even respond. Yeah, they didn't even have anything. I had to drop the mic. Um, I do have a question for y'all. Do y'all pay extra for more hours do, in the day? I listen to the show and half the time I'm wondering how y'all had the time to work full time, do the podcast, listen to or and or guest on other shows, live tweet Buffy, watch porn, play video games, screw and etc. I'm tired just thinking about it and I'm convinced you two are vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Number one thing was not having no kids. So Yes, sir. <laughs> I th- sometimes I think people don't understand that when you don't have kids, you have time to do other shit. Yeah, but uh number two, man, I don't know how we do it. Sometimes I get burned out. Yeah. I know when work started asking me to do extra shit, man, and the computer was fucking up during recording of the shows, like, it was crazy stress, and it's kind of weird because it's stress you can't talk about because who could fucking relate to that? It's like, yeah, yeah man, I got me doing some shit at work, and plus, man, this fucking computer keeps fucking rebooting in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> like, what, what? Yeah, that computer's like, fuck y'all. Yeah, nobody, playing. But nobody wants to hear that shit, so, you know, we do what we can do. Yes, and also, I think, for the fact that, A, we don't have no kids, and B, I, sometimes I think Roderick's ADHD rubs off on me. <laughs> Why you say that? Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes I'm good. Then sometimes I be up with you all times of the night, and I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta go to work tomorrow." <laughs> Uh, another thing I want to talk about is medieval ratchetness. I have a cousin from New Orleans who was four eleven and sweet as a pie, uh, sweet as pie. But she would be about that life if you get too foggy. Uh, I told her that I was getting my first apartment alone, and I wanted to see about a gun. She pulls out two guns out of her purse, a revolver Ooh. and a nine. So she's telling me about the differences and the benefits of both. And then she says, "Oh, did I show you my new toy?" And she goes to the closet and pulls out a mace. Now, a mace, for those that, that don't a, know. you my mace mace, or that's a gun? No, a mace, for those that don't know, is like a medieval weapon where it's it looks like a stick, but on the end is a, like a spiked ball, <gasps> and it's weighted so that you can smash into people's skull and, like, kill them. Oh, fuck. Where we going it's used, it was really used a lot during when there was, um you know, a lot of armor that people were using to fight on the battlefield, because oh, a mace is, you get enough momentum behind it, you you can fucking dent somebody's armor and still kill them and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Are um, we fighting dragons now? <laughs> oh, mace. <laughs> yeah, cousin fights, fights dragons. Yes, for a living. <laughs> Oh, Victor Verdano, he's going to be recording her after a while. Yeah, Vernado. Oh, Vernado. See, I Vernado. messed that up. Yeah, I see you messed it up. Yeah, it's going in the list. <laughs> Verdano. What is that? Write that down. All right. Um, if, if, if you, if you don't, 
if, if you don't know those are those are those spike metal balls that either attached to a chain or a stick like hers i looked at her in horror and she laughs and said she really got it for novelty at a gun show for 40 dollars and will hang it up as decoration somewhere i just pray that i never get a phone call from jail on this one i know it's so speaking of which my my friends my white friends said they were going to a gun show and i asked them if black people was allowed to come because i wanted to go and these niggas never responded they respond to everything they never respond it's been a week now like it's so lame man i guess black people they didn't want to tell me that black people couldn't go uh, you, yeah they didn't want to hurt your feelings well anyways that's all i wanted to share today the only thing i need to know is how do i become the official creole of the show let's make that happen peace michelle from louisiana um you can you got it. yeah you you are if you say so um just know that if anyone puts any money into the podcast donating or whatever they get that title mm-hmm. so it's not official it's officially goes to whoever has the most money and it goes to everybody's title is up for grabs so yep because uh, i love ain't for free yeah it's for sale that's, that's all we do we out here selling this love um all right man this has been the blackout test podcast uh the next show will be tomorrow 10 a.m sunday the guest should be brandon from where's my 40 acres and amber p from uh b gsm wait bsgm black battlestar galactica miniseries so Mm -hmm. make sure you guys go see (laughs) uh for black uh sexy geeky and mental um one of my favorite podcasts so make sure you guys are here for that tomorrow morning fun it should be fun man um don't forget to keep voting for the tippies all the contact information is blackouttips.com slash about um I don't know what else to say to you guys, so um, I'm just going to wrap it up here and uh, say uh, talk to you tomorrow. Until next time, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Chica. Sauce and some nice red beets. This is what we snacked on when requested. No second guessing. I don't eat no hair.
I drop the beat so I can talk about my favorite tastings. The food that is the everlasting. See, I'm not fasting, I'm gobbling like a dog on turkey. Beef jerky, slim gems I eat sometimes. I like lemon and limes. And if not that, I get the roti and the sour sauce. Sit back, relax, listen to some hip hop. Gum drops of gummy bears tease my eyes. A sight for sore ones and so up highs. And other goodies that are filled with glue. With pineapple roots, delectable delights. Controls my appetites. Bosses boy eat right, but I know what I like. Chicken for lunch, chicken for my dinner. Chicken, 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 I'm a finger licking winner. When breakfast time comes, I don't recognize. Kick in the pan or a pair of bogey shots. Fences new tomatoes, home fried potatoes, or anything with flair. Cook it, I'm in there. Pay attention to the tribe as we impose. This is how it goes. I don't need no evidence. 